Hey, thanks for joining us. On this episode, we've got some Scotland chat. Where is the end of the world in the United Kingdom? Rochdale, Danish shock, English poverty, and loads, loads more. Enjoy it. Right. Preston, we sacked our manager, Dale. I don't know if you know. No, I didn't know. Yeah, sacked him, Alex Neil. It was there for nearly Alex four Neil. years. I've been there quite a while, though. Yeah, so. nearly four years, yeah. I yeah. still don't think they should have sacked him, actually. No. Because I do watch every game as part of this iFollow thing, and... As long as they're still creating chances, then I'm not worried. But we sold our two best players for a lot of money and signed Ched Evans from Fleetwood. Who's done okay? Who's done okay? Who's done okay? But he's not gonna he's not gonna put you on a winning run, Ched. There's a reason why Fleetwood let him go. You know? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't think they should have sacked him. Uh, Give him till the summer some resources, let him get a couple of other players in and spend some of the transfer money and what, go from there. What happened to the defender you sold to Liverpool? Did he get He's on the bench. Yeah, he hasn't played the game. He's on Do the you bench. remember there was Bolton had a keeper um, called Bogdan? I remember <laughs> him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he, and, uh, he, he was he was a good, really good keeper for Bolton for, for a couple of years. And then um, Bolton played Liverpool in the FA Cup, I think it was. And um, gave him a really close game where he made several outstanding saves, and Liverpool immediately signed him. Mm. I don't think he ever played again. I never heard of him ever again. Do, I do that. remember him playing for, I think maybe one game. I, I watched this and I remember it really well uh, against Watford, and he had a right. stinker. <laughs> right. I, that's yeah. why I remember the game, and I remember because he was Hungarian, but had really bright yeah, ginger right. hair, really yeah. bright, which I always thought was a bit unusual. And um, and he had a oh a horror show, and that's why right. I, that's the only reason I remember that game of him right. just oh you know ball going through him and it's something <laughs> like Watford had four chances and scored four goals, yeah, <clears> yeah. you know it was a he had Come a on. poor sod and I, but I saw him in other games he was really good but was I good think they lost faith. But I mean, that, it's just something that happens a lot. And you, don't, you can't blame the player, can you? You know, you, you're you're playing for North End game in game out. Liverpool come in for you. You're gonna you're gonna go no matter what. Of course, of course, because it's a chance to prove yourself. And then yeah. maybe he forces himself into the team and yeah. becomes a Premier League or a Champions League winner. To to, yeah. to get to that point, it's the same with managers. Why do managers take? Clubs that these that are, that are basically failing mm. because if you if you get to that point in in life and in your career you have to be confident about yourself so yeah. you assume you're going to make it yeah when you go to when you go to Bolton Wanderers and they're free falling or Sunderland mm. you think well I'll be the one to turn it round and then it will yeah. be mm. you, you, you don't assume you're going to go and in one of them will be right. Yeah. yeah, one of those yeah. managers will be right. Oh, it looks like Everett might be for you. But it's also not that much of yeah. a risk. I mean, you're not you're not really you're not risking ruin. You still be going to. What I mean is, it's there's an element of risk to it, obviously, uh, professionally. But you know, you don't really have to worry that much because you 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 financially support. I remember Graham Sooner said something. I think in the nineties. I think he might have been managed by Blackburn. You, I'll kick the fucking nut. Off. No, no, I like I, I like Sunis actually. No, he just said like, oh, what about you? You're, bad, kind of you're, you're on a bad run of results. Um, do you know? Are you feeling the pressure? Are you feeling the pressure? And just turned around and said, this, there's no pressure here. Pressure's not being able to afford to buy shoes for your kids. That's pressure. And he just made this, which I agree with. It, I, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's the right yeah. mentality. 
So when I, he I think like, pressure would be, I think pressure would be an opposing midfielder facing Sooners oh, going at your full time. Oh, I love that. You know that clip where he just got him round the neck, like Whoa. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. He was. I mean, Sooners was a Sooners was a fabulous player. Yeah. But I, I'll tell you what, I, he he was scary in a way that Roy Keane never was. As all, I always think with Roy Keane, there's okay what he did to uh, Harland. Now, being yeah. Harland was unforgivable. But uh, there was there was always something of the of the playground bully about Keane. Pantomime, a little I didn't, bit, yeah. I entirely convincing, but you, I'd never, I'd never offer Sooners out. <laughs> <laughs> he had that like well, that. I don't know. There's something about only that only seems to come from Scottish people. They just look hard. Yeah. Like, you know, Bill yeah. Shankly, you know, he played most yeah. of his career at Preston. And there's a yeah. lot of clips um, you can see on YouTube. And he he was in the same mould, this absolute fucking wall. You know, he just hard as nails. You know, you could... Well, Ferguson <clears throat> had it, didn't he? So even though, even though you, you look at Ferguson, there's, there's nothing... If you just saw a photograph of Ferguson... You wouldn't you wouldn't necessarily think, oh, that that guy is scary. But you know, sometimes you just see him maybe being interviewed mm. and his face would kind yeah. of freeze mm. in this way that made you understand that he could manage a dressing room full of millionaires. Yeah. He had that aura, but, that respect. Yeah. And I'm not sure yeah. you can train that or it's it's I, in your I DNA. I think there's genuinely genuinely something in the English psyche that makes them scared of Scotsmen. Angry Scotsman. Going back hundreds honestly, of years. Not, yeah. not, that's not a joke. I yeah. honestly think something. But there is something scary about a pissed off jock. <clears throat> I remember I used to play five a side football with these guys, and it was army guys in the barracks in Preston. And there was this Scottish guy, must be like five, really small, five foot two. Nobody fucked with it. It was this, yeah, you know, yeah. a, a real, it was a sergeant. Imagine, you know, Scottish sergeant in the army. Just. What you, what is in your head right now is is what he was like, and he just he's a do not fuck with me type, you know. Really, lovely blow, like really. But if you're on the wrong side of him, forget it. Your your head's going through that wall, you know. I was once taking the train back from uh, from Manchester, the intercity train that was going to London. Uh, it was going south from Manchester, and I was I was only going to Macclesfield, but I'd been I can't remember what it was, but I'd, I'd been out late in Manchester that night, and it was the night that uh, oh I don't even remember it was years and years ago, Celtic had had to replay a European game okay. because of crowd trouble at Parkhead, so they had to replay the game okay. uh, away from Parkhead. Okay. They played it at Old Trafford. And I'd, I'd forgotten about this. So I, I was getting on this train thinking, oh, nice, easy, Wednesday evening, <laughs> 11 o'clock train out of Manchester, loads of space. Absolutely rammed full of uh, Scottish Celtic supporters who lived in London, you know, expats as yeah. it were. And you could imagine, you could you could smell the booze from like a mile out of Piccadilly <laughs> Absolutely Station. Absolutely smashed, yeah. <laughs> I got in, sort of jammed myself into this train. It's just a sea of green and white, and uh, there was there was one guy, like like massive guy, lying on the overhead luggage racks. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely pissed as a fart, and he he must have weighed about twenty stone. Anyway, the train took off, and this luggage rack broke. And just crashed onto the heads of these Celtic fans oh, below. God. And I'm like, oh, fucking hell, that looks fucking yeah. mean. And it, it was just like, oh, watch yourself, Mario. <laughs> That's fucking dangerous. And this guy's there, pouring from his head, just passing the beers around, and says, and says to me, um, hey, you, 
have a beer. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, it's all right. Um, have a beer, have a fucking beer. And I've got this thing, particularly with Glaswegians, where I can't tell whether they're being humorous or yeah, aggressive. Yeah. So it's kind of never I thought, well, I'd better have, have yeah. a beer. Because the way he says it, it could be, it could be like, um, what's his name, the old Scottish comedian? That, uh, Billy um, Connolly. Bill, Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. He could be saying it in a humorous way, like Billy Connolly, or it could be if you don't, if you don't have this fucking beer, I'll yeah. fucking kick <laughs> There is something about him. I mean, that, I remember the most um, terrifying thing I ever saw. Imagine bad guys in movies. Nothing can compare to this Rangers documentary about this Rangers fans going about. I'm British. I'm not Scottish, and the veins coming out of their neck. Like <laughs> these guys are fucking terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. I, whoa! You know, you see those guys and you run. If they're, you know, forget it. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we'd rather be still with Celtic fans, though. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, mm. any day. Yeah. Well, I think we've talked about it before, haven't yeah, we? About yeah. the uh, about about Scottish managers from around the Glasgow Clyde Bank mm. area, yeah. with roots in rock hard working class cultures. Yeah. And they have, as you said about Shankly, um, you, you, you definitely saw it with um, with uh, Ferguson. Um, you saw it with Jock Steen. They, they just had this "do not fuck with me" aura about them. Yeah. And I think you're right, Daniel. I think I think was it you, Stephen, said that English people Stephen, yeah. it's in our DNA to be shit scared yeah, of hard of regions. <laughs> it's got to be, for, yeah, you know, from hundreds of years ago when the. Yeah. Barbarians heading south. It's something in our <laughs> DNA. You know, you know, you don't have to be told to be scared of fire. I don't know. There's something there, you know, that just says, you know, it's like, it's like our evolutionary reaction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> There'd be no people in the north of England if we didn't have like a inbuilt fear of the Scottish people. I don't know. We'd all been wiped out. But it's, 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 it's isn't very highly populated, the, the border region, is it? Fucking so nobody maybe, there. Maybe that's it. Well, that George people Galloway, it's his uh, constituency, Dumfries and Galloway. And yeah. there's fuck all. There's nothing. Yeah. And it's and what there is, is horrible. How do? This podcast is sponsored by Bagger Shite Solutions. When you got a right bad case of exploding verbal diarrhoea, We've got sanitary towels and tampons to stuffing gob. Like Carlisle, horrible place. Just absolute Ooh. shithole. Fucking hell, there's like nothing. I think Preston is the last kind of civilised settlement before Scotland. <laughs> there's not much else. Like fucking rubbish. You've got the yeah. Lake District. Lake District. But they're all like sheep it's not, shaggers. It's not civilised. Like, yeah. It's not civilised at all. They're That's all why they're animals. all in villages. Yeah, yeah they're all, they've been stuck yeah. in that valley for centuries yeah. six finger yeah. merchants mm-hmm. like one of those horror the hammer house of horror films mm-hmm. from the 60s where it's not actually on the map <laughs> where is <laughs> this it's not on the map fog. and there's a there's a unearthly fog descends yeah <laughs> and, and then there's they find dinosaurs <laughs> what the fuck is this it sound like carlisle united oh god carlisle you know north end have a bit of a rival with carlisle it's more carlisle have a rival with us because we're the only team in the yeah. league if they had we're it because we're normally in the same division together. Mm. And south from Carlisle, it's Preston. We're the first team they'll come across. And um, well, now, they've been got, this... now they've got Fleetwood and Barrow, haven't they? They've got Barrow, yeah. But it's Barrow, easy to get to yeah. Preston because it's on that main line. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can just well, straight south. Barrow is just the end of the line, I, isn't it? Oh, I really want to go to Barrow. Have you ever been to Workington? 
No, no. Oh, that is that is an end of the line place. <laughs> that is, you, you can tell there's no through road there. <laughs> <laughs> it just has that edge of the universe feel to it. Oh, I just I don't know why I would want to go there really. I thought, well, it's something misses now if we were on holiday in the late district a couple of years what's ago. It? Just, why just why would anyone do that? That's, that's cruel. <laughs> that's, isn't that not outlawed by the Geneva Convention? <laughs> cruel and unusual punishment. <laughs> well, they've got, they've got this massive dry dock, obviously from the from their glory days of the of, uh, fishing industry and actually having an industry. Um, and it's it, it is it's quite impressive. I've got some photos of it. It's a massive concrete rectangle right. about fifty meters deep. And we were we were standing there enjoying the, the, the scenery from working to be <laughs> fifty meter deep concrete pits. <laughs> bits of wind blowing <laughs> in the island. And uh, these kids were doing, I suppose, the only form of entertainment that they actually had in Workington, which is cycling around the top of this dry dock thing at, at top speed. And, and Hannah, my missus, was just like, oh, no, look at that. And so she went over to them saying, boys, you shouldn't be doing this. It's clearly something they just do all yeah. the time. You know, there's a 50-metre drop down by the side. <laughs> and they were like, oh, sorry, sorry, madam. Um, but, you know, just just carried on cycling a millimetre from the edge of this uh, this dry dock. Cause that's At least they said sorry, to be fair. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, what else are you going to do? It'd have been Eric Cantona, he'd have fucking... I know, he'd have, he'd have kicked her in the... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what do people do in work? It's now, I don't know, is it? Is it so, did it go sorry? I don't know, it would, nothing surpri- would surprise me anymore. It seems like one of those typical places, red wall places. Yeah, that sorry. collapsed, yeah, which is a yeah. fucking mystery. Yeah. I still don't really well, get, I can't get my head around that. It's oh, not yeah. a mystery, is it? But... Well, no, I mean, yeah, you. I know it's not a mystery. I, I, it's a crushing disappointment. It's gone. It's gone from. It's gone from economic, conservative, liberal to mm. cultural. Mm. Yeah, conservative, liberal, essentially. Mm. Which has been driven by yeah. the media for decades yeah. Oh now. God, yeah. Drip, yeah, drip, the drip. collapse of traditional trade unions. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you know, I. I when I, when I was a kid, you, you'd go to northern towns and there'd be a working man's club at every corner mm. and it, it'd be filled with working-class people who were all part of the local trade union. And now, um, when I'm working in warehouses and stuff now, because that's what I've ended up doing, you can see the difference. Um, I actually had an interview at a, at a warehouse earlier this week and uh you had, to, you had to sit in this space outside the office where you're going to be interviewed, um, and you you could only have one person in that space. And then, as I was waiting to go in, a, a woman came out, fairly young woman, probably Romanian, I think. And um, she came out. I sort of nodded to her and said, "Oh, hi," you know, just in acknowledgement that she's there for an interview mm-hmm. as well. And she, and she, honestly, if looks could kill. And obviously in her head was, oh, no, a competitor for this right. job in a warehouse. Okay. So you, you, now people see each other as competitors mm, yeah. for shitty jobs. And we yeah. are competitors for each other's yeah. shitty jobs. Yep. Yep. Whereas 30, 40 years ago, you go to any of those northern towns, you go to any yeah. of those labour or working men's clubs, and you had a common interest, and you knew that whatever differences there were between you and the, the individual sitting next to you, you might not even like him, but you've got a much bigger common enemy. enemy. Yeah. 
and, yeah. and that fundamentally is a change. But, but it's now, successful, isn't it? What they've done, the, the very successful. Yeah, they've yeah. got a doffy That's, cap. God, yeah. If you if, if you've ever watched, I know it's not not high arts really, but but Brassed off. Oh yeah, it's, it's great just, film. It's just incredible. Yeah, mm. and it. I, I I don't come from a mining community, but I know what happened around Yorkshire yeah. mm. and and North Knots. And it's it's just if you can if you can destroy it so much you can basically yeah. take out all the industry give the have nothing left have have everybody essentially competing against each other mm. there's no way that people can come together and then mm. actually fight against as you say the common enemy mm. I mean there's no way people can unionize no way that people can actually no, yeah. because all you're thinking about is is the pressure whether you can get shoes for your kids yeah yeah. Did you see that? I was reading uh, today, yesterday. Um, so there's this big uh, call centre company that's a French company, but they control maybe 800,000 call centre workers in different countries. And part of that mm. is the call centre for the NHS and some other government department. And they want to bring in every... Because of homeworking now, because of COVID, they want to bring in uh, webcams for every employee. Mm. And these webcams have... Uh, it's running artificial intelligence and algorithm so they can tell if the workers are using their phone at their desk, eating at mm. their desk, or if they're having an unauthorised break. In other words, not sat at their desk. So you've yeah. got that kind or of intrusion. Family, or if family members are coming <laughs> Yeah, did you read the same thing? In your, in your own house. Yeah. Did you read the same thing then? Yeah. 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 And it's just astonishing. And the, yeah. they say, and at the end of the article, it's like, oh no, 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 this is not to spy on people. This is yeah. we're responding from what the workers has told us because they want to feel yeah. less lonely. <laughs> Are you, honestly, yeah. who on Be earth? In is, my webcam. Yeah, I know. Be in oh, my webcam, we like that. I know it, it warms the cockles in my webcam. <laughs> I used to feel so lonely, but now I've got a webcam. Oh god! You, you couldn't, you couldn't make it up. Me. But people yeah. swallow this crap. You know, it's oh. Let's talk about football. <laughs> well, was that report in the Guardian? It's the Guardian. Maybe the Guardian. It, yesterday or Friday. Okay, I'll have to look. Um, it. It's astonishing, really, and how they make out that it's caring. Uh, Who are you trying uh, to kid? Yeah. Indie Liga Soccer Podcast. It's unbelievable. And we need, we need footballers to take the lead. You should. <laughs> you've got, if you've got individual player comes, that individual has got to say, stop spying on me at work. On me at work. But, but jokingly, that would work. Nobody listens to politicians or anything anymore. Footballers have much more power in the general mm-hmm. public. Nobody listens to, if Boris Johnson or some other scumbag, Keir Starmer turns up, but people listen to Marcus Rashford. They really do. They're way more power, star power, even than actors. Football is there's, like they, people listen. I, I mean, we all we all love football, but but there is something a bit depressing about that, isn't there? Mm. That, that fundamentally, people are, are more swayed; they're, they're much more likely to form their opinions based on what Marcus Rashford. Love the guy, yeah. brilliant, really smart. We've, we've talked about him before. Respect him hugely, yeah. but there's something very wrong with a society where you where you need somebody who's a very good footballer to come along to form your judgment on your behalf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And why that isn't, and and also I've been thinking a lot more about uh, charity. And you know, certain a, a very left wing perspective charity. is is not you know, but don't give to charity because yeah. you're just providing a service that the state should provide. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. for example, well, food parcels for children in mm. a first-world country? 
Are you fucking yeah. kidding? The government well, when it's should a step choice in. Of, of whether they're doing it or whether we're doing it, then unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, you, you're stuck, aren't you? So you can't yeah. criticize anyone yeah. who is volunteering. But also, yeah, yeah kind of, yeah, exactly. you shouldn't do that. It's a real dilemma, isn't it? It is. I don't it think it's a genuine yeah. dilemma, though, yeah. because because the more the more people actually contribute to those, the more likely the government is to say, right, exactly. the, the yeah. private yeah. voluntary sector is doing its job. Yeah, the, the, ma- the market is doing its job. Yeah, private, yeah. Because yeah. I remember yeah. here, I was always yeah, astonished. Yeah. Like Germans don't seem to raise money for charity or or volunteer for stuff. And I remember at first being a bit puzzled by this. I thought miserable gits, but it, the penny quickly dropped. Oh, that's because the state provides everything. Mm. Children don't starve here. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's quite uh the government step in when people are yeah. in need. Yeah. Maybe not as much you could argue, maybe not as much as they should, but nobody's got that horrible level of poverty that you get in England. No, I mean when I when I talk to to Danes and um generally in Denmark, um they're they're Anglophiles, you know, they they, they do love the English and the Brits. Um but People do comment on it when they when they come back from a, a trip to London or mm-hmm. any other major city. Is how obvious the poverty is in in Britain. I think I think a lot of Danes find it quite shocking. Yeah, how visible it is. Yeah, yeah. And it is visible. It's shocking when I go back to. I haven't been back for a long time, but when you do go, go to Manchester, back, pardon? Go to Manchester. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, Preston's really bad. You see, it's the place has a feel of a. It's starting to feel like a rundown seaside resort where people don't go anymore. You know, it's not. Mm. You don't. It doesn't feel vibrant. It just feels like dead, and everyone's given up. You know, God. Let's really talk about football yeah, now, shall we? Yeah. <laughs> Christ is getting fucking miserable. With uh, depression, depression, and Preston. Uh, mm. Now that Neil's gone, are there any clues as to who will be taking over? Not until the end of the season. So they've got the usual assistant managers going to take over because there's no danger of relegation. Uh, they'll see out the season, and then we'll see. I don't know. Um, so what's the, what's the strategy behind that? I've, 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 you know, when when clubs have secretly got somebody lined up to take yeah. over, that kind of makes sense. But where there's no danger of relegation, so it's not a desperation yeah. attempt yeah, yeah. desperately to keep them up. Yeah. What's, what's the point in firing the yeah, manager off yeah. and keeping That's, hold of your assistants? I don't think he should have been fired. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. As you say, keep him if you really want to make a change. You can identify potential replacements, or mm. if there's an upturn in results, keep what you've got. Mm. Um, but to do what they've done just seems the worst of all worlds. I don't really follow the logic. It just seems stupid. It's hard to, me. to think of a, of a scenario where it it really does make sense. Yeah. I mean, if the players said we're going to all commit collective suicide if he stays, or yeah. you might. No, but, yeah. they, but you know, you well, can you tell know. they were still playing. What, you what's could... said in the dressing room remains in the dressing room. <laughs> but, they were, but they were all like, oh, they're all going to drink the Kool Aid if he didn't, you know. <laughs> but no, but I, he, they, I watch every game and they were still, you could tell the pressing was intensive. They were playing football together. They were working for each other. I didn't feel they'd just, oh, fuck it. We don't like this manager now and we're just going to give up. I didn't feel that. So mm. the results weren't going. But again, you've got Chad Evans up front. Uh, what the hell did you expect? And we've lost our best players. You know? It's, it's interesting what uh, Roy Hodgson was saying a few weeks ago. I don't know, don't know if you saw that. I've got a lot of time for Hodgson. Um, but, it, but he was talking about a club like Palace and um, people's often unrealistic expectations. Because yeah. if you were to take a, a kind of 
oh, how, how do you put this? A sort of all-time league table. Yeah. And say, so where mm. where would you expect Palace to be in mm. the football pyramid? It wouldn't be like 12th in Premier League, would it? No, no. Maybe and, top uh, end of Championship or something, maybe. But yeah, I'm like, but then you, but they're a long time. They were in the regional division, South Third Division South. I yeah, think they were like. And then, and he he was making the point, which you know, obviously he's saying it's in his own self interest. But I, I would say that Hodgson has done a really good job at Palace. Mm-hmm. You're talking about a, a team being competitive on the resources that it's got, and um, he was making the point about um, Charlton under Kirbishley. Yeah. Yeah. You could you could talk about um, was it um, I think Ipswich under um, <laughs> Mick, Mick McCarthy where yeah. he was getting all yeah. kinds of oh, all kinds of abuse and they sank like a stone when they got rid of him yeah. yeah 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 and I think I think also with I mean again you know you're speaking I'm speaking as a non fan so a Preston fan would have every right to say you don't see them you don't go to the game you can't comment on it. Um, but the, the question would be, where would you expect Preston to be in the, in the in the great scheme of things? Now I know this, so where would you expect them to be in an all-time Around league table? Where they are, or a little bit below? Maybe, maybe even the division below. Fifth. No bullshit. You're amazing. Uh, at all-time <laughs> league table. Manchester United uh, are number one. No, sorry, alphabetical. Ah, sorry, oh, no, okay. No, I don't mean the ah, actual... Oh, no, now, yeah, I agree. I think Preston now are a top-half League One, bottom-half championship team. Yeah, you think, yeah. But all right, I would have had you mid-table but, but now we've been for donkey's years. We're, we're, the, we're the ultimate championship team. Yeah. We're always in the championship. So we're about... Where we are now is our right level. And that's, that's if we if we get to if we get to the playoffs, we're punching above our weight. If we get relegated, also, it's we're punching below our weight a little bit. It's not been a good season. Yeah. But there's generally probably more than twenty four teams that I would say are championship kind of standard championship teams. Yeah. So at some point somebody has to drop into Yeah. Yeah. But we're there team. forever. We're the only one well, that never goes well, up. Yeah, I would think Preston. You're like the you're like the the Everton. You're like the Everton of the, the championship. championship. Yeah, <laughs> but you know the all time record. So in in uh, uh, we're all actually hit punching quite well. All all three of our teams: Manchester United number one, Liverpool number two, Arsenal third, Wolverhampton Wanderers fourth, Preston North end. Yes, fifth. Thank you. We should be like we should be on. we should be in a European Super League, not the Championship. <laughs> Uh, and your boys, next one down, from Bolton are 17th and Bradford yeah, are 27th. Be... How are yeah. we 27th? We're shit. This is just something I found on the internet. Um, because this we've is basically been table. a lower league team all our... We've had, we, we somehow have, have, have hypnotised people into thinking we're some kind of big club. But we're not. We, we were... What, we started in 1903... We've won the league. Uh, we've won the FA Cup once. Never won the league. We got relegated from the top division in God knows twenties. End of the end of the teens, twenties in so nineteen, whatever. But it's worth noting this have team have been shit. Have been shit forever. Then when I was young and started watching them, they got from the fourth yeah. up to the third, and then. Stayed in the third while, then got up into the second late 80s. Or, well, got up into the second mid 80s. Nearly got into the top division in the late 80s. And then Stuart McCall and John Hendry left. And we went down to the third. 
Then we managed to fluke our way back up and got into the Premier League, and then it's been down bottom division ever since. But just, we are a bottom division or a third-tier club. But this is all time, and it's not weighted. Mm. So a, a division, mm. a first-tier game, Division 1 game, Premier League game, does not count for more points than a fourth-tier game. So, oh, so we've according we've to this we've, table, I'm sure there are different <laughs> tables. I'm sure there are different tables, right? No, that can't, but this that is can't the right. okay. This is the all time. Right. All I'm looking at is an all time English league table, and no, that that okay. can't be right. I don't. I I'll don't have a look at another right. one then. It, there's how many points more? you've ever got anywhere? It's based on points. Yeah, games. Ah, you've then won. then yeah, we might be up near the top, but that's nonsense. Oh, but that's a bit that's a bit Mickey Mouse, isn't right, it? Because well, if, you, if you finish, if you I finish don't think fourth, it is. We're fifth. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm you accepting can't that. Be an athletic in the in the northwest sure counties. Are you sure it's based on that? <laughs> I just read the description. Not, yes, okay. but there are different well, ones. If, if you finish, if you finish fourth in the or fifth in the fourth division. Every season of your existence, you'd, you'd be, be doing. Yeah, you'd be near the top. Yeah, I agree. It's dodgy. Yeah. There's a, there's because a team Preston, in the Amazonian uh, jungle that won every game for the last sixty years. So therefore, they're the greatest team that have ever yeah. played. Better than Barcelona. All their players are better than Messi because they've all scored. You can find them. Um, you can find a league table that's based on where a club finishes within the pyramid every season. I so someone if, recently of of uh, average points per game, but that might be the same one then. There's a, there's different. I'm just if you put in a Google yeah. search for this all time English league table, there are lots of different variations. For example, there's another one here that takes just the Premier League and the first division. Um, and here, Preston are twenty sixth. Yeah. Um, Bolton are higher probably. I can't find them even. Oh, not 13th, yeah. And yeah. Bradford are... Infinity. Fucking 40, <laughs> 46th, 46th. Yeah. Based on top top flight and, uh, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, it, of course, it, these things, you can meddle with them, weight things yeah. and, yeah. But I'm I'm taking the first one I saw all time games since 1888 because we're fifth. So because you're fifth. Yeah. For me, that's for me that's it. No other table counts. Fifth. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but but actually, if you had if you had something based on the last twenty years, we wouldn't Preston be. would be sort. They, they would be championship. They would barely they would barely bobble around between what what would it be something like thirtieth and thirty fifth. Something like that, yeah. We'd be thirtieth. Yeah. It would barely change from year yeah. on year on year. Yeah, we would. We we would probably have the same average, but based on. But you'd the, have an interesting the, graph. The yeah. The you guys would be a roller coaster, yeah. and we'd be some yeah. kind of yeah. flat line. Someone who died. This yeah. is constant middle of the road. Give us some relegation for <laughs> like excitement. How <laughs> do Thindy League podcast is sponsored by Black Pudding Marketing Board. Get a black pudding down your neck. It's good for you. But we've watched it. We're in the bottom division for sort of like seventy yeah, years. Yeah, oh, never yeah. been promoted or relegated. Yeah, it was amazing. Oh, it must yeah. be. Di- I mean, when the, oh. yeah, when they did get promoted, it was it was like <laughs> for somebody of my age, it was a real shock. You, you just you know, like you just associate when when you hear the football results on a Saturday night. Yeah. I, I couldn't get my head around Rochdale not being in the bottom division. I know. It, it's just where they were. And Accrington Stanley up up in the playoffs in the third tier, League One. Yeah. What are they doing there? Well, they, they got they got cooked yesterday. They got hammered 7 0. Yeah. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I saw they beat someone 7 0, but I didn't know who. 
Oh yeah, God, seven nil. Yeah, what's all that about? But Peterborough are up there as well, aren't they? Second, I think. Yeah, the whole top, Peterborough second, Sunderland third. Mm. Although secretly, I hope they don't get promoted. And can you can you guess who the Peterborough manager is for the nineteenth time? Is it a uh, what's his name, Darren Ferguson? Yeah, Darren Ferguson. He was yo again. You know, Alex Ferguson can fuck off. Darren Ferguson was Preston manager, and we had about six players on loan from Man United. And um, and we David were Beckham. fucking shit. But we were losing like 5-3. We had all these bizarre results. We were losing, conceding five, scoring three, that kind mm-hmm. of a thing. And we're in the relegation zone. And then sacked Darren Ferguson. And then automatically, yeah. uh, Alex Ferguson recalled all our, all the players. So it was <laughs> yeah. like half a team. Suddenly, suddenly, oh God, yeah. what are we doing now? We saw reliance on Man United loan players. Right, we'll have yeah. to dig up some youth players. What are we going to do here? I, I remember that. And then we got buried, relegated, like, oh, really, horror story, went down. It it actually shows something of the mindset, doesn't it? So, um, you know, there were all those claims about Mm. um, dodgy goings on. Yeah, agents and... and Certain managers in the Premier League and their their sons. Um, But you you could see in that particular example you you just described... Uh, which side the bread was buttered oh, on. Oh, God, yeah. You and know, that you can actually be so petty. You know, it's a bit you're pathetic. the United manager, you're the most successful manager in, in Europe, just about. Yeah. And you're, with, you're withdrawing a load of lone players who are never going to get near your own beating. Exactly. And the, the, none of them ever cut it at United. I think, apart yeah. from Danny Welbeck, he was playing for us at the yeah. time as well. But the rest of I mean, it's harmful for the players. And you remember they signed that yeah. Bebe guy? Was it Bebe for something like eight million? Who was playing in some Portuguese second division? It was total rubbish, and then they got rid of him. And it was a complete mystery why they bought him. And there was always a bit of a hmm. Far yeah. be it from me to draw a conclusion on this, but <laughs> <laughs> you know? dot dot dot. Dot dot dot. I'm only speculating, yeah. by the way. I I I don't know, and I'm positive it's yeah, all above board. I mean, even even without the speculation. Once you go into the realm of uh, of agents, and you look at the, the sheer quantity of money that goes, parasite. I can't agents. get my head around it. Uh, that, that's stuff you know. You you make you you're the agent in one deal. Yeah, and that's it. You've got you've got eight or nine million quid. Set for life. Set for life. One deal. Yeah, it's obscene. I mean, if, if if corruption does occur, and none of us are saying it does. It would hardly be surprising, would it, with with that kind of? I mean, you could, yeah, I think you can say corruption is guaranteed. Yeah, can't name any names, but I think there's there's the usual suspects that names that keep appearing, mm. and uh, you don't know smoke without fire, blah blah blah. But if you can start to connect the dots, and David Conn does some really good pieces in the Guardian tracing yeah. football yeah. finances, and when you you know, hello, didn't take a fucking genius to work out what's going on, you know. And of course it does, because there's so much money flying about. It makes you wonder about the the players' motivations, because it's not in their interest to be constantly moving. They might it might be in their financial interest, yeah. but you know they might they might be at a club where they're actually quite settled. But the yeah. the agent fancies eight million for moving you over. You wonder to... if if the agents just. I imagine these are very very clever manipulative guys, mm. borderline sociopaths, and I wonder if yeah. they can just get in their head. You know, get in their ear. Well, yeah. You can get and, and more also, grass is greener, that kind of a thing. Yeah, and, and, and actually also, Stephen, I mean, if I mean, money must be a, a major motivator for a lot of players as well. 
And if if moving gets you a ten percent signing on fee, mm. for example, well, so do, you, you move to mm-hmm. say the twenty five million, and, and okay, just for signing this sheet of paper, that's two and a half million. Yeah, just all it. by itself. But if you can see the But if you're already minted, if you've already got yeah. millions upon millions, I, I and you're happy where you are. I don't know. I don't really get it. Like the, the, if I'm the secret footballers. Is it yeah. the secret footballer? Is it somebody else actually? Well, there's a secret footballer there. and there's another one. But there's, if one, you know... there's one that said he hasn't taken, or he, he's taken his wage, but he hasn't required his wage and he's given it away to. Is that charity. John Nicholson? And he does the. Do you read well, the. Somebody he writes reckoned bit. it yeah. was Tom Cleverly, somebody I was speaking to. Yeah. They said, I think it's Tom Cleverly from based on various clues. Yeah. But he said he hasn't, he hasn't taken his wage. I mean, he's obviously banked it uh for years yeah i think it was james giving it away to some foundation and some some charity yeah because he he doesn't need it yeah he's got all the money he needs yeah yeah no i I like the same guy yeah but i don't know who you've got people like like lee hendry who made a lot of money at aston villa and then invested it in property got screwed over by somebody and ended up bankrupt i'm not quite as sympathetic towards that particular problem but I, it seems like definitely the guys from the north of England, by the way they speak, because they, they always write out what he says in quotes and the certain things that northern people say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you but can speculate. Football, you mean? Yeah. It yeah. seems like uh, Cleverly's up there, because I think he's from the Manchester area. No, he's from Bradford. Well, Is he all right? He's, ba- he's, he's born in Basingstoke. He, he was really, really popular and really good for a bit when he played in the Olympic team in, would that be 2012? He's one of those players. Like, what does he do? He's one of these. I think he was captain of the England Olympic team because it was under twenty threes, I think. And um, they asked him on football focus. They said, "Oh, is is this? You know, is this like the highlight of your career? Is this what you've always wanted to do to captain Great Britain? It would have been." Uh, And he said, "No, no, my my ambition is to play for Bradford City." Like, what are you doing? Fucking insane. What's yeah, wrong with so he, him? Yeah, so he's a nutter then. But he's, clearly he's not sane. I mean, like, yeah, so I was, I, was, I, was, I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt for giving all his money away to charity, but now I'm going to firmly put him <laughs> well, in, in the ranks he of gives it's still not He gives it all the way to, all to charity because he's clearly lost his mind. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's nothing to do with being generous. He's fucking crackers. Yeah, what do you want selling to him leaves or something. Give all my money away to play for Bradford City. It must yeah, be insane. Okay. But it always surprises me why more players don't do that, though. If you are a fan of a lower league club, you want to spend one season when you're still I, good. Oh, yeah. When yeah. you're still good, yeah. you think, you know what? Say you're 33, but a top flight player. And you must think, ah, oh, you know what? For one se- you know, I'm coming to the end now. I don't need any more. I'm not going to win anything. You get seven shades of shit kicked out. You, you probably would. Well, that's the problem, though. You get battered. Fancy Dan ex- ex- I know. Who's this? Oh, with his with his pink boots coming down yeah, here to yeah. to, to Rotherham. <coughs> you'll have no kneecap. You're, oh. th- you're 36. You come to the end of your career. Know, yeah. You probably. Hey, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. If you've got any questions or comments, follow us at Indie on Twitter. And if you liked it please give a good review, five stars, whatever. See you next time.